Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, it's DL. What up, DL? How's it going, Tommy? Call Hi, sign Armsy. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? Not Hangman. I'm Armsy. <laughs> what, is your, what is your call sign? I think I know yours, actually. What's your call sign? I just sign? gave it to you. I don't know. I guess that's a good question. I asked without knowing my own. Stoner, probably. Yes. The, <laughs> the doctor. The doctor. No, that's too easy. I don't know. I gotta, by the end of the episode. By the end of the episode, we just I, need the to know, I need to have a call sign. I love it. I love it. What's been happening, buddy? Um, Dude, not much, man. I've just been really excited to dig into a bunch of new content that I haven't actually been able to dig into. But I'm getting, I'm, I'm enjoying the new stuff that's piling up that I will be able to eventually watch when I'm less busy. There's a lot out right now. Yeah, there is. It's kind of ironic that I just put a call out to our listeners for, uh, <laughs> to, for new to send me new shows and now like three have dropped all in the same week. It's, yeah, like, it's oh like, oh my God. Well, it's like as soon as we thought we didn't have anything and they all come. And now I don't have time to watch any of them. <laughs> it's the uh, worst possible timing. Agreed. What's been happening? What have you been up to? Uh, not, not all that much, man. I've been, uh, the, our main topic, I've been watching Stranger Things. I really like it. It's freaking good. So I've I, only seen the first so episode. So you're so in. Like, you're, I've seen one because... My, remind my, me where it ends. Well, my... Strange, Stranger Things spoilers. Yeah, well, my partner, I, we finally got up to finishing season three. She basically binged all evening on like Friday night. She was absolutely broken mm. on Saturday. And then the first episode we watched yesterday, I want to say, and it finishes with the girl basically being sort of like turned into like oh god, okay, yeah. So it's someone cr- does crumpled like a like, like a, a little paper bag, ball, right? yeah, yeah. Fucking gruesome, eh? So it's like my f- initial observations, and I've only seen one episode, so I don't know something. Yeah, it's seeming to move away a little bit from the friendships that kind of made it for me, and it's more just about the kind of horror elements. It's definitely more about the horror, but I, uh, I think it's too early for you to call that sure that's what i'll say there oh i imagine and it, also like back together and naturally they're all they're all spread out so you're gonna have some more individual based storylines while they until they con- the story contracts again Lu- lucas look he's gonna be a good looking lad. i think he, he kind of already is mm. i think he's got the best career outside Big of time. Uh, you know uh, maybe 11 she might beat him but i reckon she'll do well i think honestly i think most of the people in this show Minus maybe Jonathan, okay, and maybe right. Dustin will have a long career with diverse roles. Spicy take, yeah. Will Byers really don't like the actor. Sorry, Will Byers. No, I I forgot about him. He will not. I don't think Dustin will. What do you mean? You're right with Dustin. Dustin won't have a long. Career I think he'll just be typecast. Like yeah, if anything, he'll just keep being this guy. Probably. Uh, whereas you know Harrington and uh, I feel like he's this generation's. You know uh, what's the the chubby one in the Goonies called? Yeah. I feel like he's that guy. Rollsy or whatever. Yeah, What's whatever his name? Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean he's not that he's not that goofy. He's just he's just too he's just too perfect for this role. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like yeah. and but I think everyone else probably has a good shot of like broadening out. Mike, do you think he's very lanky at the moment? Mike indie films i'm with you yeah i could see him in a bunch of indie films i imagine, doesn't mean he'll be a movie so but i could see him being like you know the character guy i can imagine him having a bit of a breakdown like shia labeouf he's, yeah, he's, the, a bit, he's the next generation he's like, a bit too like earnest yeah it's, bu- it's kind of creepy but it's like it makes sense for his character like he fell in love with this st- stunted stunted superhero. that's the word we used yes stunted. yes <laughs> Uh, but no, man, I, I really like it. I, th- I think it's uh, kicking, nice. it's kicking ass. Yeah, it's doing nice. well. What else have you been up to? Uh, then Obi Wan episode three, which I know you saw. Have I seen episode three? You, you have, surely. What happens in episode three? I don't want to spoil it. Is that the one with with Vader? Vader is definitely in it. 
Is it the one where like full on in it? Like, everyone gets burned. Well, he puts him in the fire. Yes. Yes, yes I have seen it. Yeah. I'm caught up on Obi Wan. Yeah. At last, <laughs> I'm caught up on I, something. I, yeah, it was that was like really because it was just like he had so much hate. You could yeah, feel it was like, amazing. Like, Fuck this! I was like, man, there's, he's not even gonna like try and talk to him. Full he spoilers, wants to kill him. Full spoilers for all these things we're talking about. By yeah, the way, like, I mean, at this point, we should have probably called that out at the I, top. Maybe. I did. I did call it out for Net, for Stranger Things. I didn't for Obi Wan. But we'll, we'll call it. We'll call it in the time codes, yeah. guys. There will be time codes in the description if you want to jump around. Feel free. We will make sure that spoilers are called out everywhere. And then my classic Sunday hungover activity. Ooh. Google, or not Google, find a Western on any one of my streaming <laughs> platforms that I haven't seen. I did find uh, the find? High Plains Drifter. Ooh. Uh, Clint Eastwood. It was his first Western that he directed and starred in. Right. After all his spaghetti Westerns by, uh, who was that guy? Was that guy, Leon? Leon. Oh, yeah. We did all those spaghetti westerns with him. Yeah. He was his first one uh, that he did himself. He returns to the western world. It's it actually quite. I haven't finished it yet, but it was so far quite good. I mean, it's, it's old. They're all old, right? So they all. They Wait, you didn't finish. You're a hangover. What? Did you fall asleep? Uh, no, I ran out of time. You know, dinner time. Then Gil and I watched something together. You know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't swing it. Couldn't quite finish it. I couldn't. Sw- I, I will you? finish it. How far are you? Uh, like three fourths. Three, three quarters. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So it's um yeah, it's a, it's it's a nice little western about like I think it's kind of an allegory for like you know how how basically the the people the, the settlers kind of destroyed what was there even mm. the things they they themselves created it, it's like an allegory for what the west is in general. It's like a microcosm of that in this little town. It's right, it's, right. it's an interesting story so, but it's it's definitely dated so all it's, these are. it's like a self-perpetuating cycle like it just destroys itself yeah inevitably. like you, like hey they came in and destroyed native americans and all the, the culture before that and then even the next version of the west is oh, destroying right. the old one and it's all this like kind of greed and yeah it's it's, yeah. it's a case of humanity is never never static it's it's constantly trying to progress yeah. interesting i didn't finish it but it was uh yeah as i said but it's, it was interesting. classic <laughs> dl yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> if it was a he- if it was a heady west western which i don't think exists it would be like your perfect yeah, movie yeah, like be. i can't i can't think of one off the top of my head i don't think heady westerns really exist but like no so um, like uh i was trying to think of an example and all, tra- all my head came up with was cowboys and aliens yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that is not <laughs> tragic westerns. Do I like a tragic? Yeah, a bit of, I like a tragic yeah, show maybe, as well, maybe. and it's tra- that's a very big trope in the What's... western. No, just it, it was a good one. Anyway, nice for those that care about westerns, but just a very small percentage. Yeah, it's of the literally population. you. So I will stop talking <laughs> about it. What I'm, do you? What I'm do you... keeping up hair metal, and you're keeping it westerns. <laughs> what have? You, yeah, seriously. What have you uh, been watching, my friend? I've got a bit of a diverse one this week. I thought. Um, I thought. Well, I mean, I spent a lot of time with a partner, so we've been doing. W- different weird stuff. So I thought I'd start with one, which we actually went away a week and so ago for my birthday. And I forgot to mention it last time. And I thought I'd mention it because one of the other ones we're going to talk about is a bit of a guilty pleasure movie. Mm-hmm. But this is a remake of a guilty pleasure movie. Do you, did you watch the, I think it's 2016 remake of Point Break? No. Did Good. Anybody? Don't. <laughs> yeah, Do not. Did Terrible anybody? fucking movie. Like just bad all of around of it was we yeah but it's like it's nothing like the original the original is really like a small story about dudes who like to surf but they rob banks this one's like these dudes are traveling the world they've got like a multi-billionaire sponsor they're trying to hit like the biggest waves and then it's awful absolutely and and the worst bit was i managed to fall asleep with like 30 minutes to go so i was like oh god i don't have to watch the rest of this so it didn't pull off the top gun and then 
The partner fell asleep too, so she made me watch this half an hour the uh, next day anyway. Oh, uh, bummer. I was like, fuck, man. Bummer. It's awful. Anyway, good yeah. good things I've been watching. Um, have you seen on Netflix, they have that sort of semi-new show where he's going a bit out there, the, the new Letterman show. Uh, my my guest needs no introduction. Yeah, I've seen it on and off. Yeah. Depending on if I like the guest. Yeah, well, it. we watched the one with Ryan Reynolds this week. Yeah, and I've seen it. It gave good. me a real interesting perspective on him. Uh, yeah, he's, he's way cooler than I thought he was. He's super mellow. I yeah. thought he was going to be, like, hyperactive. <laughs> no, nah, and he's also, he's not only mellow, he's, like, very thoughtful. Yes, very and, much so. Um, he's clearly had an interesting upbringing. Not only that, like, you could tell he's a good... Yeah, I think as far as Hollywood people go yeah absolutely he seems like he's a good person canadian that's what it, it is it helps yeah i guess it helps, it a helps. Lot. Um, <laughs> he apologizes for bumping you yeah before <laughs> before i saw it Wait, I, you know, I, didn't, him. I didn't realize how much of an appreciation for like actual film he has like oh, so much. i could have easily seen him just be like a good looking dude who just yeah. was pretty funny and made it yeah but he seemed to really be somebody who like and it's, it's really judgmental of me to say but like who respected like really worked on his craft big time and it did probably didn't come as naturally to him as it, he makes it look and yeah I, i've come came out of it with a lot more respect for him uh, i think so too and yeah. a lot of his sort of family life as well seems very i mean humble is the wrong word he's a multimillionaire, but like he fe- well, it was humble it, he, he, it felt more humble than you could expect like it, the house didn't look like oh you mean was, his stuff yeah Sorry, i thought you meant his upbringing i was like he was his humble, yeah. upbringing was definitely humble but yeah. like his well, the house he looks like he's in looks kind of like a normal spot. Like very, move- very nice, but like yeah, understated. Of course, yeah. understated for what it is. Yeah. Maybe the words I'm looking for. I enjoyed it. I came up with a good appreciation of him. Yeah. Uh, my partner then watched the one on cardiovascular and it cardio B, and it was Cardi I, B. I, I turned it off. I t- I forced this. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it depends on the guest for sure. Yeah, right? abs- absolutely. She's although saying that though, Cardi B interestingly is really into politics she did like yeah, a lot of for stuff. better it's, or worse yeah I, I, I don't know how insightful she is about it but anyway let's yeah. not talk about that a couple of other bits really quickly then uh, i mentioned last week i've been watching a lot of youtube that's continued a little bit this week uh, a little bit a cool channel i've found kind of found kind of knew about never really paid that much attention to is a channel called death battle that and tommy is single-handedly financing Really All the people <laughs> that have 10 minute plus YouTube videos because that's the only way to monetize like your 20. videos, apparently. He's like 20. Who watches them? Tommy. I do. Code name Armsy. I tell you what. Call sign Armsy. <laughs> Call sign. Uh-huh. You, should, you should genuinely watch, uh, watch some of them. There's, they pick two things, a, a little bit like the podcast I was on the other week. Plug for my crossover with the boys over at Super Bracket Bros when we talked about uh, yes, John, yes, yes, yes. John Wick versus uh, Worf. This one does so many, and it's really interesting because they create digitally like a battle between two. Um, fictional characters. So, for example, <laughs> one that I one that I watched recently was the Winter Soldier. We know Bucky Barnes from the MCU, and the Red Hood, who is one of Batman's old Robins, who went kind of psychotic a little bit after the Joker basically killed him. Mm. Really good, and that one was actually done with like proper actors. So, like some some of them they do where it's like all animated, really fun. Some of them they do that. It's good, very good. I'm just impressed with the depths of YouTube. It goes so deep. <laughs> it's like so deep. Who would have thought? You know, Man, I t- who would have thought? And they've got millions of followers, like ten plus million followers. Unreal. Last one I'm going to mention then is is my actual uh, guilty pleasure movie that I watched this week, and it's one that I really, really wanted to talk about at some point. Because I listened to a podcast about the other day, and it was just so much fun. Uh, it's Face Off with Nick Cage and John Travolta. <laughs> What's that noise you're making about? My dad made me watch this movie. Really? And I did not want to. What? And I watched it. And I all the reasons I didn't want to were validated. 
<laughs> I was like, let's watch like, I don't know, Taxi Driver or some other freaking cool movie that I hadn't seen. And he's like, no, nah, dude, face off. You got to <laughs> see it. I was just like, I, I never bought in. Face. And I, yeah, I never bought in and I continue to not buy in and I will. You, you not bought into face off. No, it's just like it was the just, craziness. It's just so ridiculous. It's like a proto Michael Bay movie that's actually good. That's yuck. It's amazing. Oh, it's you. real creepy some of the times when Nick, Nick Cage is John Travolta and he's flirting with his daughter. Weird. Very strange. Yeah, I don't, I can't even like honestly recall it all that well but i just remember i mean maybe i can give it another go and because my dad's not annoying me to watch it i'll actually give it a chance <laughs> i think you'll like it but i think you'll like it anyway look well, at look let's uh shimmy on shall we moving on to the next segment of the show where we talk a little bit about the news did you hear this week i did dl did you hear this week it's morbin time <laughs> Mormon. <laughs> so the short version of the story is that, and uh, now this is great actually. This is a fabulous Morbid? bit of news. Yes. So Morbius had a ground. Oh, Morbius. Swell. Oh, I did hear about this. Morbius had a ground swell of love on the internet, but it wasn't really love. It was more than making fun of the movie, and it actually got a re-release in cinemas because of it, and it made every all the all the officials, all the big wigs at Sony think something big's happening with this movie, <laughs> and then they released it. It made eighty-five grand. <laughs> <laughs> so they, for they a paid wide for all, cinema release they paid for all of it to yep. like be re-released in cinemas they sent it back out to all of them amazing amazing what idiots and they also were like making jokes they were writing a second uh, a script for the second one i think i just love seeing old mate gerard leto punked like this it's fantastic he cared. the funny part to me is that like who they have running these companies unbelievable like someone, just watch the movie. Someone just saw the social media feeds and went, "Oh my god, it's Morbin time!" Yeah, like <laughs> just wa- just watch the movie. You'll so know bad. that you shouldn't make another one. So bad. Just sit through the piece of poop that you created. Or don't just listen to our episode on it. Plug for our episode on on Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus, sure. Morbius. What? I don't even know the name of it anymore. I'm lost. What's happening? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Look, anyway, sorry. did you hear this week? Chris Hemsworth posted on his Instagram. Just a single image of a... What are, what are those chopping block things called they have on film sets? I always forget what they're called. Pac-Man? <laughs> yeah, the Pac-Man. The Pac-Man thing on set. Uh, you just gave says, me a Pac-Man gesture. It just says Furiosa. I know what you mean. Oh. Uh, it looks like they're moving ahead with the Furiosa movie, which has been in talks for... When did Mad Max come out? Like 2015? Who, who did that? Hem- who'd you say? Did it the- was Hemsworth. Hemsworth yeah. did it? it Hemsworth, so he must be in it. So Gibson and or Hardy and Hemsworth. No, because Hardy won't. Hardy isn't coming back for it. It's based. It's a prequel for Furiosa, who is Charlize Theron in the first movie. Mm. So I assume they're just going to show how she lost her arm. I'm pretty much that's that's pretty much. What She's way older though. I mean, she could. Still it's a pull prequel, it off. so I don't know if they're going to recast her or how nah. it's going to work. Yeah. but she looks great, man. She can she pull could it still off. pull it off. Yeah, she can pull it off. She's a good yeah. looking girl. She'll do fine. But it I'm always bugs me, man. though, in the prequel, they look, like, fucking older. I'm like, this just this, this, takes me out of it a bit. That's a really weird thing to I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> it does. I'm just like... <laughs> Although saying that... Because it makes me feel like, okay, this wasn't actually planned. They did this because the first one was good. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, every, just like, it all, it all adds up. Yeah. Every time. But that's, that's Hollywood, baby. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it does well. Let's do seven sequels and two prequels. Like, yeah, I get it. Speaking of sequels, did you also hear this week that Deadpool 3 is in the news because the writers have come out and said that it is going to be R-rated. They are not going to shy away from vulgarness or violence. You, you, why are you laughing? Wasn't, weren't they all? 
Well, I don't know. It's Disney now. So they moved over from Fox, came over with with that merger. Yeah, but there's no way you do a Deadpool you couldn't. movie without. I'd love I'd love it if they did like a Deadpool movie, but everything was censored. And because he's obviously breaking the fourth wall, he knew that he was just getting more and more angry the whole way through. And the <laughs> last line of the movie joke, is him but... just being like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, that's how, you could tell how proud he was of Deadpool. Absolutely. In that uh, thing you were talking about earlier and my next guest. Yeah, the Letterman with, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, you could. Do you have any news this week, DL? I have tons, dude. Hit me up. RE4 Remake. Who? The RE4 Remake. Who? No one else cares. Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming we all, it's the worst kept secret among the fandom. We've known about this game for three years. It was very obvious. So when you say fandom, you mean you. <laughs> it's a remake of a game made like literally eight years ago that stands up. So it can't just be me. It's also the it most... Made eight years? Is that it? Nah, well, probably, it's, not. It's, it's, it's actually way longer. That was early 2000s. It, it, was a, it was a GameCube exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is like, Jesus. It's, it's the most ported game ever. Oh, it's wow, on really? every system. Every th- so my point is, it's just it's definitely not just me. Didn't didn't but. Grand Theft Auto Five release like last week, and it's made it all the way from PS3 to PS5. How mad is that? Five. Yeah. All that is, that's two. That's two full generations. That is funny. That's like my entire youth. I bet you RE4 is the same way though. Maybe. Yeah, I honestly bet it is. But uh, anyway, it's it's released. It looks exciting. Some new gameplay dynamics. Some new spins on. Some old, you know, bosses. I, we didn't get much, but I, I was, I'm ecstatic. It's got a release date ecstatic. as well. When's a release date? Uh, March 23rd. This is a really good game. If you haven't played this before, dude, it should. came out in 2005. <laughs> wow. Wow. Legendary. <laughs> That's 17 years old. That game That's almost stands, legal to drink in this country. That game stands up today. You play it today, it's still good. Isn't that the one where you punch a rock? No, that's the next one. Okay, that's five. They, they went a bit too far. Five's when it went down. They now. went a bit too right, far. Okay. I mean, five was still a good game, but they, they you know, yeah. You can, what, what happened? You can bolter punch. Evil <laughs> he's, he's the true, the true <laughs> codename Armsy. Chris Redfield. Boulder punch. He's the true call sign. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what else have I, have I uh, There was also a trailer about Resident Evil. There's a lot of Resident Evil news this week. I, you sent it over to me, actually. So I don't the new series for Netflix. Yeah, it, apparently it takes place on two timelines, uh, one before and one after. I'm very confused. They never, they can never just stick to the normal story, can they? They have to change no. it all. Anyway, I'm, I'm intrigued, but uh, probably going to be disappointed. Um, <laughs> did you see also that Netflix shared uh, a new look at Guillermo? Guillermo, why can I never say his name? Guillermo del Toro's long-awaited eight-episode horror series. Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. Interesting. That should be fun. That sounds very spacey wacy, kind of like sounds um, like uh, the scary door. Sounds like I'm in. <laughs> What's it about? Is there any synopsis? Uh, it's a horror anthology series. Uh, lots of people in it. No synopsis to be found. Lots of people is in like yeah, lots we'll, of names. Lots of people in it. Yeah, big names. Of, Rupert Grant. Oh wow! Yeah, big I mean, big like, name. Ron Weasley's back. Eric Andre. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Sophia Butella, Ismael Cruz. I don't know oh, if you yeah. know these people. I I only knew Rupert Grant. Ron, okay. Ronald. They're Weasley. all ringing bells. Ronald yeah, Weasley is in it. Okay. Um, you think he have his broken wand? <laughs> we need to come back to our Harry Potter anthology. We've done we'll, one, we, <laughs> and then we stopped. Maybe we do one a year. <laughs> We did one. We did one, and that stopped. was enough. I've already I've seen those movies so many times, but I they're they're always worth a rewatch. 
I, I, li- I like... No, I didn't like the movie. I like the first four. I mean, they're enjoyable to watch. You know, it's nostalgic, right? Maybe we can talk about how, how my hatred grows as they go Yeah, that's the a good that's a good lens oh, to put it under. Yeah, okay, yeah, um, we'll come back. What, what, do we do the one in 2021 or 2022? Because we'll need to do one soon. Yeah, well, we'll have to do one, uh, you know. We'll come back to it. In the next couple of weeks. Anyway, Sweet Tooth Season 2. Do you remember Sweet Tooth? Oh my gosh, is that coming back? Did you see it? I didn't, you did. It was actually quite good. Okay. Yeah, I quite liked it. It was one of the good, few good Netflix shows. Um, <laughs> it's based on a comic book property, right? And it, it is. And it was produ- produced by, I believe, Robert Downey Jr.? Was it? I believe so. God, he's so into animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. He is. You know, he's what? got like a zoo. What, what are their animals? Oh my god, yeah. He and he does the Doolittle thing. He did the Doolittle movie. Oh my yeah. god, maybe, maybe, uh, he's, he's uh, maybe got, that's his weird fetish. No, he's, no, he's just a, he's a caring, loving guy who loves animals. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power hasn't even premiered yet. Okay, right. But the directors are talking about how they know what the last shot of the end of the series will be. Not the end of the season. Oh, the wow. end of the series. How many did they they book in so the end? It's like at four or five. I don't know something crazy. Um, but the point being, they've, they've already mapped it out, you know, multiple plot lines over the, which, which is pretty exciting. It's great. In the sense that, you know, we've got a vision. I love when there's someone in the command tower. Same. You know, you can um, tell that Game of Thrones had that until, to begin with. <laughs> until they didn't. <laughs> until they and didn't. then it became very clear that they didn't. Right. But. Um, so that's that's all I got. That's quite a bit of news for me. Usually, <laughs> no, usually, that's, that's, usually it's that's a four times as many as you normally bring. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find out when we released the Harry Potter episode. Did we release it? Are we sure we released one? I'm we did. Looking, I'm looking through. I remember episodes. the troll. Oh wait, yeah, there we go. It was two. Hang on, 2021. It's it was August. It's almost time to do our next one. You know, we just had an itch. We had we, an itch. We, we needed had, to scratch. We had an itch. We needed to scratch. <laughs> we got him. That you saw, dude. Yeah, he's good, dude. Uh, well, uh. As you mentioned, uh, yeah. I did a YouTube video this week. So if you guys want to watch a u- cool YouTube video about the new Thor trailer, which has some, well, not so subtle references to Harry Potter in it, <laughs> jump on our YouTube channel. It's also podcast assembled. We would love to see you there. Yeah, we'll, we'll tag it. Did you guys hear any news this week? We love it when you, speaking of tagging, tag us in memes or you tag us in posts. Let us know, guys. Give us a follow. We've got some, <laughs> or, or a mention. mention. <laughs> We've got some fantastic correspondence coming up at the end of the show. We are at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. Hit us up. We will find you. DL, yes. do you want to preface this week's main topic? I do. Highway <laughs> to the danger zone. <laughs> yes. Uh... Despite our best efforts, we watched this movie. <laughs> I didn't really try that hard have, not to in the end. I mean, we have. I mean, I guess that's true. I went opening week. I guess. Is... I guess we actually just crumbled. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> they just crumbled they under just the weight of us with trailers, and we, <laughs> and we just crumbled. I'm pretty sure I saw that every single movie I saw after lockdown. I was. I was fully expecting. I, th- I already told you this. You the trailer be... within the movie. <laughs> I was fully expecting to watch a Top Gun trailer as pre-movie. I sat pre Top Gun Maverick. Come and watch it again. I was Why down. Not? I, you know, no, I was not down. But well, then, do you want to give me your stupid plot summary for this? Yeah, I I will. Uh, so, Top Gun Maverick is a jet fueled magic mustache ride that does what few thirty year thirty year late sequels can do. Take the good from an 80s goofy cult classic and augment it into an objectively good modern movie in 2022. That's that's high praise. And the skinny jeans still fit nice and snug. (laughs) We'll talk about Tom Cruise in a minute. Uh, All right, I'll give you mine. 
senior adrenaline junkie given unfettered access to impressionable young minds, forcing them to into near-death experiences. Also, they made a Top Gun movie. <laughs> That's also just the military. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just, just, oh my god! Summary. <laughs> Look, do you want to guess me the IMDb score for this? Uh, it's I know what it is because I saw it, but I don't know. Eight point seven. Oh my god! You got it right. <laughs> Who would have guessed? All right, do you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score? Given the eight point seven, I don't know this, but I'm sure it's high. Ninety-seven. You knew that. You knew is it, it actually 97? 97. I was going to go 98. I didn't know. I honestly think that's the highest Rotten yeah. Tomatoes we've ever had. I haven't seen the Rotten Tomatoes it's, on it. it. That was higher than Heat. What on earth? Yeah. Recency bias, huh? Probably, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Finally, the Metacritic score. What do you think? Uh, 81. Oh, close. It's 78. That's pretty high, yeah. though. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, given the other two, I was like, it had to be higher than usual. And I mentioned last week when we were we, we briefly touched on it that this is so much more highly rated than the original and recently biased of course but like that's a 6.7 or 6.7 I, I believe last time i checked which you know comes in swing clearly goes in phases because people will go back and watch it and be like oh yeah this is great or not yep, 6.9 now 6.9 there you go so it's gone up since last time but it's a case of this is objectively by every measure a better movie than the original one which is baffling yeah i mean the original one tom cruise has said it was it wasn't supposed to be real. Okay. It was supposed to be almost like a satire on the military. Oh, and he'd we'll never, talk about satire. And he'd never make a movie. Uh, he's, he is quoted as saying he'd never make a sequel because that wouldn't be like appropriate. Other than the 12 Mission Impossible sequels. No. For, oh, sorry, for Top Gun. For, for Top Gun, yeah. yeah. He said it was... I you it, a it, was sequel. Be, it was supposed to be a, like a satire kind of. It's not supposed to be a real thing. It, you know, it's supposed to be this kind of satire fake thing well and that I'm gonna be, t- it would be irresponsible he said to make a sequel oh wow yeah he's made one yeah also but it was it was a little bit more you know uh grounded in in reality well yeah we'll, we'll talk about that this is uh obviously director joseph kaczynski who has a bit of a history of this he did the tron legacy yeah i was gonna say he's a abutuation he king he's a king of it i don't <laughs> I, know if you I, noticed, saw. Yeah. I noticed that yeah did you see tron legacy when it came out i think i did but i didn't finish it olivia wilde's in it yeah outside of the janky cgi i think it was pretty good like i i had a lot of fun jeff with bridges it. yes jeff bridges came back for it yeah uh and he also did oblivion which you'll know which also had tom cruise in it that's but a the, terrible movie the cast for this man banging cast right so yeah. we're talking tom cruise we're talking miles. kind of val, val kilner <laughs> we're talking miles teller jennifer Connolly. we're talking john ham we're talking ed harris for god's sake ed goddamn harris Mr. Man in Black in Westworld himself. Yep. Now I'm going to bring back uh, a favorite section of the show, which we've given a little bit of a break to recently. But do you want to tell for me, Dre, which of these you think is the goofiest of the IMDb pictures? Now our current MVP, as has been for a little while now, because we we forgot about this for a couple of weeks, (laughs) is uh, Alexander Skarsgård, who you well know as Pantless on the red carpet, which I am still a huge fan of that picture. Now, this <laughs> we know, we know you are. You see, you know, you saw those legs, couldn't name Armsy. <laughs> and you're like, it's I know the what one I'm thing missing. I can't get. I just can't grow my carbs. This is the opponent for this week. The opponent for this week is Mobin Khan. <laughs> and he is credited as mission scientist, uncredited. Now, he looks like 
<laughs> he just looks like a dude whose picture was taken when the first movie came out. He looks like this from 1986. What's up with the background? Huh? Oh, it's amazing. It's like a pastel like photo background. It looks like drop. it looks like he's at like a uh, it looks like, like a high school reunion. I was or gonna something. say he looks like the substitute teacher who got a photo of <laughs> you know photo day at school. It's it is just an unbelievable picture. The, the also, those eyes. Big. The suit's too big. Those the eyes. eyes are dead. And if you go through his actual IMDb pictures, all of them, and the smile as well. It's like a. It's like a barely. It's like he knows something. <laughs> he's, he's seen. He's seen. He looks things, like man. he knows something. He's seen things. Kind of looks like a toad. I'm. Fr- I'm getting creeped out, dude. Yeah, he's a creepy dude. Who, wait till. Wait till. I'm gonna show you. Sec- I, I wouldn't normally do this, but this is his second IMDb picture, and it's it's amazing. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. I didn't know there was a color like that. Oh my god! So we got to say, who then, out of pantsless Alexander Skarsgård, the eyes, dude, pantsless Alexander Skarsgård, or stuck in the eighties, Mobin Khan, who has the goofiest name to be picture for you? I don't want to see Mobin Khan again, <laughs> so I, I'm reticent to do this. But I, I vote for Mobin Khan. I'm voting for Mobin Khan. Oh, I think no. it's the best. That's so. That's the epitome of goofy name to be picture for me. <laughs> Like it takes me all the way back it's to because it's also like halfway winners. professional, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but not quite, not, yeah. not quite there. It's like right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of our uh, M- all-time MVP. I was thinking the same. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, Ray Botanica. Reminds Botanica. me of that a little bit. All right, let's let's actually talk about this stupid movie. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about the plot. What what actually happens in this movie? Well, <laughs> I guess are we doing spoilers and non-spoilers? Yeah, so we're not gonna we're not gonna we're gonna give you the high-level overview. Uh, we get really quickly introduced to Maverick, who's who's still, despite you know, all thirty years, the the time has passed. All the years, all the, all the years that they've basically the exact amount of time since the last movie came out. This is the setting for how much time has passed. Makes here. sense. Um, <laughs> time passes. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. <laughs> In a linear fashion, it doesn't mean that it's going to be neck and neck, right, day for day. Uh, anyway, he's he's doing like you know, manned flight test he's no longer at top gun he right? is. he's doing man flight tests and also mac mil- 10 airplane yeah military research facility stuff to like create new planes and he gets to fly them and is called out of that not before he hits mach 10.5 speed and apparently not a real thing I, yeah i don't it looks it didn't look real no um <laughs> apparently not at all or it didn't sound real it didn't not necessarily apparently the fastest uh, a man jet can go is mach 3 Except for spaceships. Spaceships can get past that, but a manned, a manned flight can only get to Mach 3. That you know of. <laughs> that you know it's of. classified. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, so not before thwarting uh, another uh, general's attempt at, I guess, cutting the budget of this new, new manned plane. He, he thwarts it by doing a... Then he breaks a, the plane. A Maverick style, yeah. you know... I'm going to go, go listen. Faster. I'm going to go faster even though they canceled the test. To this put is the, the first five minutes. Yeah. Come on, speed up. What's the all plot? All right, sorry, sorry. We can, <laughs> Jesus. You, you can cut all this. Well, it, it matters though because basically he's been he's been exposed as a as a relic, right? Like they don't really have yes. man planes anymore. He's a he's a relic of an old age. It's all drones. And, you know, that gets, the, the point gets across that he's not the future uh, in the first kind of mm-hmm, 10, mm-hmm. 20 minutes of the movie. And he's, but luckily he's called back to Top Gun to help Highway <laughs> to the God, sorry. In a mysterious call, uh, which he finds that doesn't really involve him doing anything other than training the next generation of Top yes. Gun pilots for a mission that's basically impossible. impossible. Maverick's back, baby. Imp- he's back. And yeah, he's basically been called back to be the the teacher for a, like a death. The mission. student becomes the teacher for a suicide mission. For a suicide mission, effectively, which is super interesting, and where he's teaching. 
None other than. Well, they bring back, I think yeah. it's 12 of the best of the best, the yeah. current crop of Top Gun pilots, and he has to whittle them down to half. Is Top Gun a real thing? Apparently so, yeah. They I call saw it Top Gun? I, I saw an Instagram special thing on combat it today of a dude who was, his dad was a Top, was a top Gun. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I think it's, he was in Top Gun, but he was hmm. a Top Gun, that's what I'm going to say here. Uh yeah, so and then just happens to be that Miles Teller is playing the son of. Uh, we, we were assuming everyone's seen Top Gun, right? Everyone's seen fucking Top Gun. Yeah, he's, he's so. playing the son of Maverick's old wingman. Spoilers. Fall, yes, spoilers. <laughs> that film in 1986, which came out before even I was born. Uh, Goose, his fallen former wingman, Goose, who died in a training exercise. With That's Maverick. why I said fallen. Yes, but um, it's important. It, it is important. Training. There's a lot of. Um, a lot of bitterness there still isn't there there is there is and and before we get into any more about the movie i guess when did you see the first top gun i was very young when i saw the top yeah. gun. very young like as in it was quite a formative movie i, I was, really, and what did you think of it really i, I really enjoyed because i i was big into like like very early video games at the time and a lot of mm. the early video games were around like flying sim type things yeah we've already talked about um a very 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 old star wars video game that was just pretty much flying the Millennium Falcon side to side and up and down. Yeah. Uh, that all that type of stuff I used to love. And when I watched this movie, it kind of gave me those sorts of adrenaline filled, you know, thrill ride-ness. So I loved it. What about yourself? Uh, I think I saw it in college. Okay. Cause everyone was talking about like all the, you know, a lot of people were like talking about it as a, as a cult classic must watch. And yeah, I enjoyed it, but I was like, there was so much of it where I tuned out with the soundtrack and the, the long makeout scenes and the well, let's let's talk about the soundtrack. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the nostalgia in general, right? Yeah. My the thing that I said to you when I first came out of this movie was that it lent on the nostalgia just the right amount, like which was very little, just the right amount, which was very little, I think. Well, they had enough. They had two or three of the songs. Even the love interest is technically from the original film. Is she? So she's not in it, but it's co- it's called out that there's a bit where um, Goose is talking to his wife. I forget it, uh, Meg Ryan, mm. and apparently. She's like, oh, where's where's Maverick at? And he's and uh, Goose is like, ah, oh, he's off with this chick or whatever. Who apparently at the time would be underage if you get their ages lined <laughs> up to now. Let's not talk about it. But um, it's 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 interesting that she was called out, and I like the fact that they were like, you know, Goose's son had a mustache. That's stupid and nonsense. Well, I guess it, I it wasn't it. like I guess the yeah the nostalgic elements weren't like core to the film. Sure, that's I think I, that's, that's probably the point. The, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It was just enough little like flavor. They shook my nerves and they rattled my brain. (laughs) Yes, it was great, man. I really enjoyed it. I thought the the way that they built that, baked that into the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. and it sort of tapered out a bit towards the end, and sort of it was almost showing the progression of the people who were now flying the planes. They had to be new peoples, but then Mavericks teaching them. So you've got that little bit of old school in there too. It's great, man. I loved it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was a good movie, and I guess the things I thought it did really well. Like the personalities of the of the supporting Talk about the, cast. about the performances then. Yeah, the the supporting cast like it was a well casted and they all had Very personalities well and like for for like a movie that could have been like really goofy like the dialogue was good and funny and yeah. I guess like said by lesser actors it could have been bad. Who's but, who's but, your favorite secondary character? Ooh, that's tough because there's a lot. Yes, there are a um, lot. I think it's a I. <laughs> 
I hate to say it, man, but I think it's got to be Hangman. Yeah, I said it too. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> it's got to be Hangman. I love that he was got a juxtaposition to sort of everyone else. He was yeah. just the biggest prick there. Yeah, like, but they it was were all, good. They were all and stuck he knew he was a prick. And, yeah, and they all, but they all knew they were the best of the best, but he was like... I'm doing this. I'm winning yeah. everything. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't need friends. I'm the best. Exactly. And I actually, but like, I really enjoyed that character. I, I think apparently he was supposed to get the Miles Teller role, I believe. But mm. I think Miles Teller was way better as Goose's son. They even kind of looked the same with the blonde tips. Well, I think, and also I just think that Miles Teller, like that guy, like for the role, for yeah. what they were without spoiling it, Miles Teller is definitely a more conservative you know, Ooh. not it. Like I guess, like he. I think he plays that role better than like Hangman. It was. It's good yeah. they reversed it. Yeah. Well, there's, there's in a, short. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There, there is a. There's a great quote from him, Glenn Powell, who plays Hangman. Uh, he says, like they do the beach. There's obviously a beach scene, like there was in the first one, but Sli- just enough. Nostalgia. Slightly different. Yeah, yeah, slightly different. Just enough nostalgia, bring it to the future. But there's a beach scene. They're all so ripped. They are jacked and Miles <laughs> and I, so cut. And Miles Teller um, <laughs> apparently rocks up and he takes his shirt off and he's jacked. And this dude, Glenn Powell's like. Oh my god! I thought you were a character actor. <laughs> he, did, he didn't expect it to be so ripped. Wait, when when they showed yeah yeah up when they rocked their shirts off. What did you? What that's did you actually think of? like a very hangman line. Big time. That's yeah. yeah he, he fell into the character <laughs> yeah. well. Didn't he? What did you? What did you think of Tom Cruise taking his shirt off? Uh, I didn't really notice. It, it was a bit. It was, was he a bit flabby? Wasn't great. Like, I mean, compared to those guys, he's gonna. He's be, in, he's he's still in great 50 shape. Fifty years yeah, old. He's in great shape for his age. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not. I feel like they worked with Shadow very well for that. Scene. I was gonna say I didn't see. I don't remember seeing. Ex- much. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, the movie was just stereotypes, but like it worked really well for what what yeah. they were. You know. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the pacing, man? Like I like we we're jumping around a little bit from scene to scene, but I think because it worked so well, you can do that. Yeah. No. I mean it. it what I thought about the pacing was that, as I scroll to my notes, honestly, <laughs> I think for a movie where three-fourths of the movie, they're not actually in danger, technically. Yeah. Like, they're not at... There's no major conflict. Well, they're training. They're training, which, I mean, they are doing a very dangerous activity, I guess. But it, it, they may they managed to keep the tension high mm. almost throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And then, like, the the few thi- like moments of relief were kind of good little character moments i guess for maverick who's one of the characters you 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 know you have a lot of history with from the previous movie so it develops him a bit more Mm. um although it is all pretty much centered around like goose and and what happened the Uh, rooster that's his call sign (laughs) it's a terrible call sign but it kind of works yeah, no, I get it. No, yeah, it works it in the context. Works. I just think it's a bad call. So. Uh, I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was good. Man. I didn't think it ever dragged. My favorite thing about it was it, at no point did it drag. Even when it was doing the, the quieter. Yeah. You thought it dragged? A bit towards the end. A bit. But then in, it also. What parts, though? Like, without spoiling, I can't. But, but, okay. the, but then it also redeemed itself because some of the. It was just a little bit too predictable towards the end. Yeah, okay. But, but like the some of the cool coolest i guess cinematography with the planes happened in the last few scenes so oh, almost, yeah so it kind of redeemed itself for me i was like okay at least it was pretty badass we can talk a bit yeah. more about some of the stunts shortly when we get yeah. to action but the one the one part of it that i was not 100 percent on board with was the love angle i felt it i don't know jennifer connelly was great she's mm-hmm. really i think tom cruise has been sort of moved away from being a love angle in movies for a long time you haven't seen him been that for so long i was like Oh, he's actually gonna. He's, he's gonna have. The, oh, he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna go back with like. Uh, okay, all right. Weirded me out a little bit. 
Well, it was they were playing off the like military, you know, on again, off again in another country. Yeah, of course. Yeah, kind yeah. Of relationship. No, no, I I just don't believe he, I wouldn't say I don't believe Tom Cruise, not Maverick, Tom Cruise mm. as a love interest. Just I find because it weird you, now. I I I kind of agree with you because I'm just like you are not a sane no. a sane person. No. And most people would be able yeah. to see that. <laughs> God, you know that did, did you know that uh Christian Bale actually was used Tom Cruise as an inspiration for his character in American Psycho. <laughs> that that said, is amazing. Said that it was that like true? it was the empty eyes with mixed with like the on it like the intense kindness. Is that true? Rumor. Right. Okay. I Re- love it. Reddit That's on Reddit. Love a rumor. Yeah, but uh, I thought that was interesting. Anyway, I I agree with you, but I also think, and I also think like if if they could have cut something a little bit less of that. Yeah. Okay. Do you, yeah. have you if you had Tom Cruise's face ruined for you? Have we You've talked about talk, this? I did see it a couple times in the movie. It's so noticeable. It does, but I, I try not to. So for anyone who doesn't know, if you... And I'm going to ruin Tom Cruise for you, so skip the next, like, 10 seconds if you have if you don't want to know Tom Cruise's ruined face. His center parting for his two... His, his fr- two front teeth, the center parting and the top row, is very far to the side. So... <laughs> He's his, not, like, His aligned. nose is aligned with one of his front two teeth. It is the weirdest shit. Mm. Let's move on to cinematography. Gives me a, kind of, gives me a headache thinking about it. Yeah, it's... It. I, it really took me out a lot. Uh, of time. I kept noticing it. Uh, so in terms of cinematography and world building, I think it's really interesting that they took what's quite an old school concept and a world that they built really well in the 80s, mm-hmm. but they updated it really nicely. They I did. Thought. By, like, by almost calling attention. There were so many odes to like, you're old, Maverick. Yeah, you're you're yeah. used. That, like, it was almost like multiple times, almost felt like that was an allusion to, they were make, almost making fun of the old Top Gun. Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely. That was cool. and I can think of a lot of times in movies when you're getting you getting the "come on, you're old" or the old timer or all, yeah. uh, old dog new tricks. Like, for example, the new James Bond movies, the recent mm. ones with I haven't Daniel seen Craig. It. Yeah. Not necessarily, that, but the one, the ones prior to that. So mm. we talk, um, after Casino Royale, so the ones Quantum and Skyfall, they're always putting on him like, "Ah, oh, you're old" and old dog new tricks. And I'm like, I just feel like he's an old man now. Like, stop saying this. But like in this, it was like. It wasn't necessarily drilled into you. It was sort of just implied. Like the way they made fun of him and like, yeah. you know, they, they threw him out of the bar, for example. Like yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. great, that's a lovely little scene. And then yeah. he rocks up the next day and he's the teacher. Like I liked what was going on there. Agreed. Agreed. It was, it was, it was wholesome. A lot of it was wholesome. Yeah. You, it, like you mentioned Tom Cruise didn't want to make a sequel. He, he literally came out and said he wasn't ready to make a sequel until they had a special story and the technology had evolved. I think that's interesting that he was interested in the technology Rather than the, the r- rather than it just being a good story, as I mean, it had to be a good story. That's the point yeah. he's making. But like the technology had to play a big part. What in it too. Mi- what part of it? Did you did you did you dig into that? Like what, the filming or the the jets? Well, I'm going to talk a bit more about that that yeah. in action specifically. One thing I found really interesting is that for a long time, in fact, most of the lead up to this coming out, there was a lot of rumors that this was going to focus on unmanned jets, and that's I mean that really plays into what he was saying there. And even more interestingly. They call it out in the movie. They, yeah, the, the, yeah, the original rocket ship Mac Ten thing that's completely nonsense. They were flying at the beginning. They were taking the budget for that to put it into unmanned jets. And I, I really like that because that's the future. I thought that was a really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, how many more of these can we realistically get? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then let's talk about action. Then action is it is an action movie at its core, right? Uh yeah, I'd say it is fucking exhilarating man yeah i'd say it is there were times when i was like fucking yeah there's a lot of cool scenes yeah there's a lot of cool action sequences where you're not it just feels real 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is that I don't know how else to say it. It just feels like but it you're is. you're in the it is real. Yeah, but you're you kind of feel like you're in there, and you're just like, holy shit. So, all right, well, let me fill that out a bit for you then, because yeah. I, I mean, I've cleared more research for this than I do most of my other movies. Well, yeah, like, go ahead, man. Well, no, it's super interesting. So, like, the actors playing the pilots, they actually had to film themselves. So they created cameras, actually IMAX cameras, that they could put in the jets with them, mm. and they had to literally get up there, turn them on. They had to touch up their own makeup. They had to adjust the lighting. Uh, handle their own sound and then the directors had to kind of wait on the ground and hope that what came back was good material wow so really interesting that they were given social responsibility imagine them getting yeah, up there wow. and I, they forgot to turn it imagine on. tom cruise telling them they had to do this they're like fuck i don't want to fuck this up this guy's intense unbelievable well there's there are oh, i've got a really good yeah. bit of trivia for you at the end though. <laughs> if, if you think that's funny I, i'm sure that there were some weird things that happened yeah cruise actually put them all on like personally designed rigorous month-long programs to get them used to like the g-force get mm -hmm. their tolerance up because it's meant to really mess you up right like mm -hmm. it can not only knock you out but it can like put serious pressure on all your organs too so i mean like imagine being like miles teller who's known for doing a film about drumming and <laughs> dude he did get really ripped though i know it's impressive obviously they they are all in incredible yeah. shape and i like i thought the actors around them i like the scene at the beginning whereby maverick's training them <laughs> and they're all like, oh, if you can get, if you can catch me, I'll do 200 press-ups, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I'll take that bet. And then it's just like a constantly, yeah, like, a good returning to the mall, like ones. doing press-ups on the floor. Such a good use of an old trick montage. Really? Yeah. Really really which is, which is what this movie does really well. Yeah. Like everything that, that you think is old and can't be renewed in a good way. Like they, they managed to find a way to kind of use it. Old dogs, new tricks, baby. Yeah. So what do you think of the CGI then? Cause there wasn't a huge amount. I, I just didn't feel like it existed all that much. Yeah, Tom Cruise just yeah. wanted to go for minimal green screen. So then, obviously, Top Gun Maverick, it's going to be about Maverick. So before we get into spoilers, he's training them. The The mission they're going on, is, it's a death mission. It's a suicide. Uh, the, like, John, John Hamm is like... He doesn't, John he doesn't really the, care if they get out of it alive. John Hamm plays like the dickhead general so well. So well. So well. Like, it just, it was perfectly cast. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. fabulous in it. Yeah. He was really good. Hurricane. Yeah, Hurricane. Or Cyclone or something. Yeah, Cyclone. That's it, Cyclone. Yeah. And I, I, re I really appreciated that. And the the sort of film culminates in the fact that they're having to do this mission. Uh, I'm going to talk about the enemy in a moment because... Who is the enemy? One second, one second, one yeah. second. So they, they culminate in the fact that they have to fly this mission, which none of the current Top Gun crew are finding in any way capable themselves capable yeah, this of. Is, I wanted and to wait Tom Cruise is like training and training and training them and they get basically get to the point of the mission. Now, the interesting part about that is I was speaking to a friend recently who's recently rewatched the original Top Gun. Yeah. And the point of the point he made about that movie is it's quite disjointed. Because the first two thirds more are them in Top Gun training school. Yeah. That ends. And then they just get deployed and they just go on a mission. And you're like, what, the, what, what are they doing? Like, what's what's going on here? And then they fly a mission and, you know, they succeed, whatever, whatever. It's yeah. it's hot shots. And <laughs> and in this, there's a through line all the way through. You know who, you know there's an enemy. Yeah, it was a you proper know plot. That, yeah, you yeah. know that they're trying to get into this... Uh, it's, it's like a canyon, right? It's like a like, canyon with a depot where there's a uranium. Uranium. <laughs> Uh, uranium deposits at the bottom of the canyon in a bunker, and they're trying to yeah. basically get into this canyon. Yeah. The only way to get there, they can't really use uh, unmanned devices because why? 
I don't not think... Not fast no, enough? No, 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 unmanned devices, they couldn't get low enough. They would lose the... the uh, not the radar, whatever. Oh, the radar there. in the canyon would be all messed up or something. They would basically yeah. not be able to track them. So that basically, the planes have to go low enough that the radar can't see them. So along the canyon floor, basically. Because there's also And missiles. there are also these hypersonic missile yeah. crazy things. But that then would kill the unmanned flights, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they have to do these manned flights. And it's, it's a lovely setup. And that's something that apparently the original movie kind of has that disjointed nature and this has all the way it, it, and it was a believable setup they, they yeah. basically were like really clear on the fact that like you're right you would use drones yeah. mostly we can't for this one specific yeah, reason yeah, yeah, like yeah, they basically yeah. architected a scenario yeah. where there was like no way to use a drone and then that played into the character plots because a lot of times during the training you know maverick can like basically call them out for being shitters because all yeah. they do nowadays is just flyovers and drop bombs. They don't yeah. have to get in a dogfight. That yeah. doesn't happen anymore. And so there's a real reason for these the guys who are very right. good yeah. to be trained by this guy that's old yeah. because he's a relic of an old age. Absolutely. And I'm going to mention this before we move on very quickly. It is very, very, very interesting and very telling of the movie business that the enemy, they were called the enemy all the way through, was never named. It was like a rogue nation, I believe. So, Which looked very much like Russia. It was very clearly <laughs> an allegory for either Russia or China. <laughs> very clearly. Like, no question of a doubt. But they couldn't say that because China's like the biggest grossing market for movies in the world. And Russia, you know, they make money over there. They also don't want to piss off Putin, who's, you know, doing what Putin does at the moment. Yeah. And it's a case of, it's the enemy. And I think it was the same in the first one as well. They didn't necessarily call out, but that's a good thing, I think, right? So like you look at, you look at Rambo. Rambo in the first one, he's working with ISIS to take on the Russians. Like that aged really fucking well. <laughs> is he it? actually? Yeah, genuinely. It, yeah. It's not It's not the same ISIS because ISIS it's, is newer, isn't it? It is It is a, a subsection, which part of which became ISIS. But they so, don't call it ISIS. Yes, they do. At the end of the movie, they have like a, they have a spiel that comes across the screen, which says like... Islamic liberation. It's, it's, yeah, it genuinely says like in uh, cooperation with our freedom fight, the freedom fighters of the ISIS, blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, you watch it now. You're like, they need to take that out of there. <laughs> well, I mean, like, do they? It doesn't age well, put it that way. Because, because it's, it's like, there's... I think it's good to have history, historical references of like what, where it's not a historical reference. No, but like it's a fictional movie. No, but like where pop culture was. Like sure. it, it, it points to the time the movie was made and the that the historical references around it. Like that's my point. Like every movie is made within the zeitgeist of that culture, and I think it adds to the. I guess the I don't think of the movie. I don't think Hollywood can do that anymore because they lose out. On well, they the can. Cinema. They just choose not. They choose to not to. All right, talk to me then. What? were your tones and or themes for this movie? Um, I didn't fill out this section because it didn't <laughs> really seem all that relevant. Well, but I guess, I guess like, there's, there's a lot yeah. of like mourning and uh, what? So, I guess there's a lot of letting go of the past. Yeah. Like, you know, accepting that you can't control everything, you know, quite generic sort of, there's nothing, nothing super deep. Themes. Nothing, no, but that's the point. Like yeah. I, it didn't need to be. Yeah. And what I about, like that. What about Teller? Like surely there's some, well, that's the acceptance his part, right? That's the acceptance yeah. of not being able to control everything and, you know, accepting who he is as a person and that this guy isn't necessarily the enemy. Accepting your limitations? Maybe. Well, no, pushing past your limitations. They all had to go at Mac 3 or whatever they had to do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of like, uh, you can't, uh, like, I got, sorry, not limitations. Accepting what you can control. That's what I said. That, yeah. that was literally what yeah. I said out loud. Yeah. I mean, did, did you listen to that part? Uh, you, my, my exact words were accept, accepting you can't control everything. 
A different phrase. <laughs> different phrase. Uh, all right, then. What are your three Phrasing. best and three worst? Danger zone. Uh, casting, man. We didn't even talk yeah. about anyone. We only talked about one person. What about Bob? How have we not talked about Bob? Bob was yet? great. Bob, like call Bob. sign Bob. You know, he's in, uh, he's in the Outer Range. Is he? He's, oh, yeah. he's a main I'll character. I put it on the list this week. It's one of the things we couldn't remember. Main character, to. Bob. Call sign Bob. Bob. Um, yeah, I love the, you know, all the different, you know, Monica Barber, aka Phoenix, Ben equals or Bob equals Bob, Hangman, John Ham. They're all they're all very, very good in the role. Apparently, apparently Bob is a Tom Cruise thing. He he likes to have a character in all of his movies called Bob for some reason. No one really knows why. Scientology. <laughs> um <laughs> Action was, as we've talked about, just phenomenal. Yeah. And there's quite a bit of good comedy in it as well. Yeah, there are a few good little comedic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine are very similar. I said Miles Teller. I thought he stepped into an almost impossible role and did amazingly. How do you how do you cast that? Unless you get the kid who literally played Goose's son in the original movie. Did you really think it was that hard? I thought he just, I thought he did it well as, as well as he could. But I don't, I don't think it's like an uncastable spot I, I feel like it's a tough one because you he's gonna get a lot of pressure from lots of different people to mm. do a role a certain way and i think he really made it his own rather than just playing goose again you know mm. uh, i also had action i thought the action obviously really really was helped by the fact a lot of it was non-cgi i thought that was great yeah and i also put just the nostalgia we talked about it a minute ago the fact that they lent on it but didn't over lean on it Primo. It was a good mix. There's yeah. very few movies that get that right. Yep. This is one of the few, right? Like, as you said, Point Break earlier did not get that right. Yes, so, like, absolutely. It's very hard to do what they did. Go and give me a um, worst. Again, a bit longer than it needed to be, I think. Like, okay. maybe 15 minutes longer. Ooh, it could have been cut. Yeah, I think the little... We'll talk about which bits in a moment. Yeah. Um, it's still Tom Cruise's smug face. Yeah, it really is. So can, you can't yeah. if, if, you're not, if you're not into that. Yeah. Well, don't watch this movie. Yeah, uh, and maybe one too many motorcycle scenes. I only remember one. What, what do you mean? There was at least there? four. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he just like <laughs> driving Jennifer. Connelly yeah, he just around. like drives yeah. straight through security. Ends up right in the hangar on a motorcycle. <sighs> it's like, dude, surely somebody told you to park that away from the planes. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I, thought I liked it. I didn't really. I didn't even think about it. One too many. I can take that. All right. Mine were, and I'm going to go against what I said here a minute ago, uh, the updated beach scene. Not because of not because of the young actors, just because Tom Cruise didn't have to have his shirt off, man. Like, he didn't need to be in there. It's about the team bonding, and he just has to have his shirt off. It's like, come on, man. Just, you're an old man. Stop it. Um, <laughs> the love angle, like I said, I, I nothing, nothing wrong. Just, I... I don't see Tom Cruise as that guy anymore. I feel like he's moved past that. And uh, the last one is the fact that everyone just seemed to hate Maverick. Like, wherever <laughs> he went, like, except outside of that group who's within the very first scene, everyone yeah, just seriously. hated him. They loved him. Absolutely hated him. It's and there's so just, true. there's like five people who are like, you're the best, man. And everyone else is like, this fucking guy. Even, the, like, even the students, when he comes like, in, they were like really pissed. I was like, I mean, I got why Goose was. Yeah. Or, sorry, uh, Rooster was. But like, the rest of them were like, Who's this guy? It's like, like, why are you mad? It's because they'd thrown him out of the bar the night before, and they were like, "Ah, shit, oh. I can't believe it." But at the same time, they yeah, were like, when he's like, he says to Ah, you obviously you already know the book on this this jet," and they're like, "Yeah, I know it." Yeah, he's like, "Throw it out." It's yeah. like, why do you not like him? All right, final question before we move on to spoilers. Yeah, our rating system. Now we don't do ten tens out of ten. We don't do how many Top Guns out of Maverick. 
we just asked the question, is this better or worse than the most average movie we can think of, which is, in our case, 2018's Aquaman. <laughs> I would yes. love to know, DL. Is this better or worse than Aquaman? This is better than Aquaman. Okay. Call sign Dodger. <laughs> I think that's mine. I think I'm taking Dodger. Dodger. Yeah, I'm wearing a Dodger's hat. Okay, all right. It. Yeah, you are. Yeah, okay. He, he, Tommy didn't like it. Armsy. It's the bad hair. He's not, not a fan of... Uh, yeah, it's job. way better than Aquaman. It is better than Aquaman. Of course it is. Yeah. This is way better. We need to do a one that's worse than Aquaman at some point soon. Why would we? <laughs> Why? Because I like annoying you. You know I do. Why would we? All right, spoilers. There's not a huge amount to spoil in this movie, but let's There's spoil like it There's like two anyway. twists. Yeah, there are. Not even twists, but just explanations, really. <laughs> Go on, hit me. One's a twist. Uh, I, that basically Maverick gets fired. And his answer to getting fired as teacher is to just, again, be a Maverick. Yep. And uh, uh, wordplay. Maverick's gonna Maverick. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and just go in and do the course that they've been doing yeah. that no one can do, and just do it in like half the time that they said they needed to do it, just to prove it could be done. So, but they, not only that, to lead the mission. Yeah, mission. yeah. So they said the course needs to be done in two and a half minutes, I believe, two minutes thirty seconds. Is it like three or something? And he Maybe. puts his timer on a two minutes fifteen seconds, yeah. and he does it in like two minutes ten. It's it's a feat of like unbelievable they're all jazzed they are jazz fingers and then they ask him to lead the mission they ask him to lead the mission which i actually liked this twist i like because the whole point was like he was a really 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 good ic like individual contributor not like a people manager not a general (laughs) it it makes sense yeah it makes sense and his company statement was very clear no but it's true it's the equivalent of that right Think that I th- I think the the key um, conflict that I really liked was the fact that he Maverick effectively refused to take Goose's son with him up there, and you had this one really touching scene where Maverick finally met Iceman. Val Kilner was in it for just a split second, and Val Kilner's advice was just like, "You got to let it go. You got to let him go. You got to give him the opportunity." And the fact that Tom Cruise chose him over over the big dog. You know, the guy who was like Mr. America. I didn't agree with that decision. Me neither. But I was I was shocked. <laughs> I, but he I was... Kn- he knew that he knew that uh, that Rooster was more of a team player, and I think I think that really speaks volumes in the movie when mm. Tom Cruise gets shot down behind enemy lines. This so they, is the part they, where they ex- I kind of was yeah, like, cut me this too, bit. Like... Me too. They they finish the mission, so they get yeah. through. They get through the unflyable canyon. They drop bombs without the, nat- the satellite navigation somehow and hit the thing. Goes blind. They all go up in the air. But what happens is when they go up the other side of the canyon, they all get their rockets firing at them, right? Because they've mm-hmm. come out of the no the no radar zone. Yeah, this was, they knew this was coming, but they yeah. were all going to be in. They, they, they basically come out of like a, like a straight up yep. uh, a mountain hill, mountainside, and like massive Gs come out blind. Yep. And almost get killed by the rockets, and yeah. So Tom Cruise gets shot down. He goes down, Maverick, Tom Cruise. And but he goes down saving Goose. He does. And yeah. then what happens or is, Goose's yes, son. he does, uh, Rooster. And then what happens is, as Tom Cruise is about to get destroyed by an enemy chopper. Blackhawk. Blackhawk. Uh, in comes old mate Rooster and saves his life. So they save each other. They both go down. It then turns into like almost a bit of an uncharted mission for like 10 minutes. <laughs> They're just like trekking through the snow, trying to find the uh, the enemy base. Making kind of dumb jokes. Ma- yeah. I Yeah. It, and then they have like the little moment where they hug and st- It's a bit much. But then they find the old jet that they had. I forgot the name of it. In the first Top, Top Gun movie. Gun, yeah, it's like just a- happens to be one left in the hangar. 
just happens to it's be. It's just a bit too Hollywood. It's it a bit is too a little... storybook. I kind of liked it. And you knew it, Hangman. You knew they. And then they at the end of it, there's another dog fight. Yeah. Between two people that don't re- quite realize that yeah. it's there because they stole this jet. They're like, is this our mate or is yeah. it not? And then you kind of figure out that they do know, and they get into a dog fight again. And you know, at the very the end, new, the new jets are way outpowering the old. Yeah, they're way. They're, yeah. But they're way better, and will they will eventually kind of beat him and yeah. hangman obviously comes in and saves, saves the, the day, day. The i love that he got minute. his one kill i yeah. thought that was amazing <laughs> that's one of my favorite bits in the movie uh it was a good joke i really like yeah it was it and was the, a good the, joke the, the moves though in that last battle sequence were cool wow. how the enemy plane just like 180 and they're like even even maverick's like what the fuck was that <laughs> like yeah. it was really cool like there was just some really cool part. or like when he like dodged it like one of them had shot and was like dying and he led the bullet of the other one into the one that was falling down or yeah, something yeah i don't even remember um, unreal it was really cool so cool yeah the only thing then that like that maybe maybe i'll give you that maybe it went on a bit too long at the end there yeah. they didn't need that scene the bit that really got me was when the very end of it genuinely genuinely turned into hot shots like i don't know <laughs> how many times you've seen that parody it became a parody of itself yeah so as they're taking off from the enemy base to go through this whole rigmarole they knock off one of the front wheels. Yeah. So the plane has to land yeah. by just like slamming, d- slamming yeah. <laughs> belly flopping it's onto the, the carrier. Yeah. It's it's amazing. That's literally the end of Hot Shots. It's, it's, it's amazing. I love it. And uh, honestly, like I couldn't have thought of a better way for this. If that's, yeah. the, if that's the end of Top Gun, amazing. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It was like, it was a good, nice little ending. It was a little too Hollywood for me. I, I would have been okay with a bit more tragedy, but it's fine. The end of the day, mm. the end of the day. Would you have like, liked to see Tom Cruise die? I did. I would have. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, just in general. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> just joking, I, I, Tom. You don't, know what? Don't find me. Putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Uh, it's time, Tom. Scientology gods, don't kill me. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Um, no, I, the, I would have liked, I think that would have been a great way to hand the baton on. Yeah, I agree. Baton but on. they didn't do it. And it's okay because it wasn't like a Marvel movie where the last battle, you're kind of like, why am I watching this? Yes. It was like agreed. actually a really cool battle. And so it wasn't massive CGI yeah. monsters and it dragons. Like, oh, this part of the movie, right? No, I was still intrigued. So it's okay. It's, it redeemed itself. I'm 100% with you on that. Um, final questions. Yes. I need to think of one. Got <laughs> um, a bit ahead of yourself there. Yeah, it is. Can I just say... Yes. It's a bit interesting how like they go from like when they're testing the 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 new like uh simulation and having to do it in that time how every single one of them like massively fails cannot do it isn't even close. Hangman Hangman gets close. Hangman gets gets close. He's the only one. But his team die. Yeah, and his team die. But all the but he wasn't on the mission, so that's my point. All the other people mm-hmm. fail. And then they're just like suddenly ready after Maverick does it. Because they've seen he's done it, man. They know they, know they can do it too. No one had completed it at all. And then they're like, right, they weren't you're ready great. to do they it. They weren't great, were they? No, they, they were failing left and right. They really were. Look, the, the, I, I just like the tension that whole thing built up. And I thought it was natural and it felt, it felt earned. Yeah. All right, then. Would you like some true or false trivia? Sure. Let's do this. I am ready. True or false DL. The shirtless beach football montage had to be shot twice because Tom Cruise did not find the first version good enough. Fuck, I hope that's true. What do you think? It's true. It is true. Oh, now, what a weirdo. This, this, <laughs> this has a 
fabulous story. Listen to this. Um, the, resho- the reshoot placed additional pressure on the actors to get their ripped bodies back to reshoot the scene. Cast member Glenn Powell, our favorite, recounted, <laughs> we shot it, and that night we all went out for milkshakes and tater tots and had a splurge. Everyone grabbed a beer. <laughs> and a week later, Tom's like, guys, we've got to shoot it again. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> and then they had to go back into the gym day and night to get back into shape. <laughs> So the sequence, uh, the sequence being used is very he- I don't know. the sequence has been used very heavily to promote the movie, so they had to get in real shape for that iconic moment. <laughs> like, imagine Tom Cruise has been like, "Guys, come on!" And you've all had like six beers, your what a guts weirdo. hanging. What a weirdo! Uh, like your man. abs aren't tight enough. I, I still think he might be swinging both in ways. the closet. Yeah, like that South Park episode. I mean, very right. potentially. All right, right, so that's the first one, right? Second one, I may have given this away more than I should have done. Um, Special cameras, which are already in um, fighter pilots, were used to film the shots. Sure. True. I gave it away earlier. It's actually false. Cameras mm. had to be special. Oh, yeah, you did give it away. I did. <laughs> cameras had to be specially developed for the film in order to shoot the cockpit scenes shot entirely for IMAX. And, they, and they, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't use the shitty camera they have for the film. I know. They, for like, yeah, that, that was a pretty Why dumb Why would they? That was a pretty dumb one. Uh, and, and I've also given this one away like an idiot. Uh, Val Kilner's dialogue was all AI since he could no longer speak. True. So a company named uh, Sonatic uh, developed the voice AI that Val Kilner used. I think they did the Luke Skywalker ones as well. True. I think they did. Look. <laughs> you just ul- gave all of them away. <laughs> I did. Didn't I? Look, ultimately, <laughs> that is our rambling overview of the movie. I had a blast with this. I did. I, did I thought it was well. really great. DL, do you have any correspondence this week? I don't. DL, please pick up your phone. Do you? Correspondence. <laughs> yeah, we do. You always ask. I never That's do. Our theme. That's our theme, baby. Do you like our theme? That was nice. Yeah. We had a couple of people responding this week to our calls about Doctor Strange. Now, a couple of people have said to me that... To me. To me. Have said to us over our messages that took them a little bit of time to get to see it. I know a couple of friends of the show have been away and about... Friend of the show, Joe, said he really loved the Doc Strange movie. He thought it was great. However, it had a lot of flaws, and he feels like there were a lot of missed opportunities. How do you feel about that? I don't know if it had a lot of flaws. It had some definite flaws. Like the and smartest man alive not been that smart? <laughs> yeah, sure. That one. Not ideal? No. Not ideal? Um, I, I, I agree there were missed opportunities, though. Well, friend of the show, Matt, agrees with that. He said, Justin Duck Strange loved it. Really interesting way they took it and how it developed. Uh, The last minute was an eye-opener. Puns intended. (laughs) Forgot about that. Yeah, no, not. I I didn't like that bit at the end. Anyway, thank you. Thank you both friends of the show. If you want to get in contact with us, hit us up at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Podcast Assemble. The Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Please do send us send us uh, correspondence, send us memes, send us what you think about the third eye that Tommy doesn't like. I don't really get why. It's it's part of the comics, isn't it? Like friend of the show, Uh, Cat Pat did. She sent us this week. That apparently. They are making a Hunger Games prequel. Did you know about this? Yuck. And there's not even a book. No, there's not. I mean, I didn't didn't like the original ones. Did you? Uh, The first one was all right. So I have this weird mental block with the books, right? Now, hear me out. So when I when I was about twenty five, when I was when I was a significantly younger man than I am now, Mm -hmm. I broke my leg pretty badly playing soccer. You know this. 
and my dad brought me the books in the hospital because I was in hospital for like, like oh, wow. a good few weeks and he brought me the books and every time I picked them up to read them like I had like my pet my leg started to hurt or I or a nurse had to come over to give me an injection See, and I just every time just kept putting it down I never opened them again I never opened them I got past the first like three pages and I think uh, about this block on the books I the first one is the first one's all right then it becomes a tweeny love fest um does it yeah. I don't I don't really I don't know anything about them have you seen the movie I have not first I, I would watch the first watch one the and it's also got uh what's her name she's a good actress oh yeah uh, jennifer lawrence yeah she's great she's yeah. the only shining light in those x-men movies kind of until she gives up caring all right thank you friend of the show cat pat we do really appreciate it final bit of correspondence this week all right friend of the show liam this week sent us a tv show to watch and i genuinely do appreciate it we need to now build a list all of this t- yeah, I, yeah i'm forgetting already we need to we need to have like uh, an official podcast assemble friends of the show list <laughs> yes. that can go on our instagram this week we were recommended um and i've mentioned a couple times on the show i really like uh sports docudramas. we were at the time we were actually talking about ted lasso and he mentioned yeah, Ted Bundy. He mentioned that there is a show called Winning Time, which is about the rise of the Lakers dynasty. I don't I know if you know about this. this. I have you seen, seen I haven't it? seen it, but I've seen it on uh, You've binge. seen about it. It's got John C. Riley in it and a bunch yeah. of other well-known actors. Apparently, it's really, really good. I'm in. It's Magic Johnson era. Yes, that's the point. Yeah. It's when they brought in Magic Johnson, I believe. Yeah. Let me check the IMDb score before we move on for this. Just so I... Ah! <laughs> It's an 8.4 on IMDb. We will definitely check this out. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for your correspondence. We genuinely really do appreciate it. And keep it coming. Where can they send it to, DL? They can send it to the podcast assemble, as we've said, or at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Amen. Um, send us a review, send us memes, send us some correspondence. We will find a you. A like or a mention. A like, yes, a like or a mention. Uh, until next time though thank you Tommy thank you everyone for listening we really appreciate it guys thank you DL tally ho let's get it I, like, I forgot about that. We, we did. Danger, Danger zone. zone. Danger zone.